Joining us today is the new athletic director for the University of Science and Arts, but he's not new to the university, Mike Ross. Coach, thanks for coming in today, and I'm going to just call you coach because you've been a coach forever. So well, that's that's what everybody still <laughs> still calls me, and and I appreciate you having me, and and that's fine. I'll I'll pretty much answer to whatever. Right. So <laughs> some uh, some big changes to the university over the summer. Of course, you've been the baseball coach and uh, with the baseball program for almost 20 years, and. Uh, now with uh, Briscoe McPherson uh, elevated to the athletic director emeritus post, uh, you're kind of taking over all the day-to-day activities for athletics uh, for the university. Yeah, for the most part, uh, getting jumping in there with both feet, trying to figure some things out, and and uh, you know going through budgeting and and trying to make sure the schedules are right and we're doing it correct. And uh, it's definitely different, uh, but it's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I'm sure it'll take me some time to get it all straightened out, but uh, you know Briscoe's has been a mentor of mine for for many years, obviously, and uh, is, is still helping out, uh, helping me out with some day-to-day things and making sure I'm getting the job done correctly. So uh, it's been good so far, and and I'm enjoying it. And what a great legacy he's he's leaving. I mean, 40 plus years associated with the university as a player and a coach and athletic director. And yeah, I, I really feel that our our university and and this community actually has has been really lucky with some people that. Uh, have been over at, at Science and Arts, uh, you know, Briscoe and L.J. Powell, the the people that those those two men have mentored throughout their career. If you look at Briscoe's career, specifically at uh, USAO, 40 years and the amount of young men and young women, the lives he's he's touched and, and been in this community, lives here. Uh, you, we're so lucky to have him, and, and what a great uh, great mentor he is to me. And I know he'll continue, but the successes in the athletic department that he's built, the basketball program, the athletic department as a whole, you know, those are some big shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can only hope to just keep the train moving forward at right. this point. You know, the so. soccer teams have been very consistent uh, over the years. Yeah. With Coach Hampton and – you know, he's the, I guess, the longest tenured coach now in the Sooner Athletic Conference he for is. soccer anyway. He is, yeah. and that's another one that, uh, you know, we're really proud of. Coach Hampton's been here, I, I want to say this 24th or 25th mm-hmm. season, running both the men's and women's side of soccer, started the program, and, uh, you know, nothing but tremendous success there. And they're they're getting geared up. They've been going two-a-days and three-a-days this last week and getting geared up uh, uh, ready to go and, and had our first scrimmage uh, last night. And so I know they're excited about the season. All right. Uh, so over in, in general, so Briscoe's role, it's kind of a part-time uh, assistant, I guess, for you. So when do you reach out to him? Yeah, yeah. He's it's not an assistant. He's just staying on uh, to make sure that everything, the transition, I guess, is going smoothly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he's still got his office over there, been in his office. Uh, and a lot of it is, is you know, day-to-day workers for game management, things of that nature, uh, trying to get the systems in place. What do we need to change? What do we need to do different? So we're working together and because uh, I still go in and, and I consider him my boss, really. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he's, it's, it's a partnership right now, I guess, is, is the best way to describe it. But he's, he's still been there every day and will probably be there and at a lot of the, the events and the games. And so uh, I'm fortunate to have that uh, have him as we transition, as I transition into the athletic director. So talk about what's been going on over the summer, uh, kind of during the, the uh, layoff period between uh, the spring sports and the, the fall sports. Yeah, well, the, uh, 
as a whole, you know, we're we're building building some facilities. Uh, softball facility is being finished up uh, this summer uh, to come online for the uh, the softball players this fall. So we're really excited about that. Obviously, the baseball facility was completed, and and lots of other projects going on. The the university is is moving forward in a lot of things. Uh, redoing some areas in the Nash Library for the students. Uh, went down there the other day. It's beautiful. Uh, we've, we're just moving forward. We hosted uh, uh, Art Institute where we had 250 Oklahoma students on campus, uh, some premier students in the, the arts and the music, which was a, a great deal. Uh, and, and from what I heard, everybody enjoyed their time and, and might be something that they look at coming back and doing. So it's really good. I think we've got our biggest freshman class coming in in the last 15 years uh, from the numbers that we're, we're seeing right now. So it's really, it's really a good time at the university. I mean, uh, the administration's done a great job. We've rebranded. We've got a, a new scholarship uh, strategy. So we're, we're moving some things around to make things better and continuing to grow, and, and we're just we're really excited about the future. Right, uh, working with the, the Pell Grant program yes. to do some, some new things for students. Yes, and, and that was one of the things with uh, the COVID, uh, COVID things. We, we erased student debt for all, all of our students uh, that, that was previously there to allow them to start fresh, start clean. Obviously, there was some government money that was donated for that or to that, but, uh, yeah, we wiped that debt-free, and we're, we're starting over, and the Pell Grant is, is improving. And so there's a lot of things going on that are really, really good for our students. All right, so let's uh, – we had some uh, new coaching hires over the last couple of months. So since you've uh, uh, left the baseball program – but uh, in good hands with uh, with your assistant coach the last couple of years. Yeah, Tyle is, uh, you know, he won't miss a beat. Uh, he just got back a few days ago, actually. He was coaching in the Cape Cod League, uh, you know, the most illustrious uh, collegiate baseball league there is in the summertime and was up there coaching. Uh, so he's got great experience. Um, he's been with me for three years. He's been coaching in Oklahoma at an Oklahoma university for – I believe seven or eight years. So great experience, great connections, and uh, you know it's time for him. It's it's a good time for him, and and he knows how the program has been run over the last three years, obviously, and I know he's he's looking forward to it and he's excited. Uh, talk about some new assistants for the program. Yeah, Joey Pavlovic is our new uh, assistant baseball coach. Uh, him and Tyle actually played together uh, in college. Uh, Joey's originally from Arizona and, and has been coaching, coached at junior college in Iowa and uh, was a head coach for a while at a junior college in Iowa, I believe four years, and then was at an NAI school last year out in Tennessee and, and is now here with us, took this job. He, he and his wife, uh, I believe, moved to Blanchard, and I believe she's a teacher in Blanchard. And uh, so that, that's a good hire. I think it's a really good staff. They're young, they're energetic, and, uh, you know, the pieces of the puzzle are there, and uh, they can just keep building. So Right. Uh, and a new volleyball coach uh, just in with the last couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, Mina Orozco is our new volleyball coach. We, we call her Coach O. Uh, she's really excited about it, too. She, she played at uh, Vernon College, where I actually coached, and then uh, finished her career at St. Gregory's. Uh, so she's she's been in the conference. She knows the conference and uh, is is uh, connected with a few of the head coaches that are in our conference. And so she's really excited. She got a late start. I know when I told her when she got in, I said you got a lot of work to do, some long hours ahead of you because we got this thing going late. 
but uh, she's she's been really good so far. I've, I've stepped in on a couple practices, uh, and she's doing it the right way. She's about the student athletes, and and she really wants to be here and build a program. And I think that's what uh, that's kind of our vision is we need to get somebody in here and keep them for for five or six years at least. Uh, you know, we would like it to be longer, but some stability in that position so we can continue to build that program as well. Right. It's the newest sports program uh, other than track and field. And yeah, and golf. Yeah, uh, yeah, right, yeah. We've, we've got some new ones that, you know, they're still in their, I, I hate to say infancy, but they're still very young. Uh, and, and we're building those. And, and speaking of golf, I mean, the, the men's golf team had a great, great year last year, uh, won their first three golf tournaments, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, so those are the sports that are, are new, and uh, we're trying to figure out what we need and, and, and how we need to help them to reach the next level. Uh, but, you know, like anything, it takes time. I mean, you got to get the right people in the right place and, and the budgets and everything else. That's, those are the key, key factors when you, when you talk about successful athletic programs. So what's been the biggest adjustment for you uh, oh. moving into the – it has been a, been a big adjustment as, uh, you know, in years past, my primary focus was only out there at the Bill Smith ballpark and, and uh, you know, obviously supported all the other sports, but I didn't have to jump in and, and check out what was going on. So the biggest adjustment is just kind of trying to think on a broader level um, across the board, uh, you know, making my, my goal is there that, that every student athlete is, is as important as the next one, no matter what the sport is, uh, no matter what success the sports have had. Uh, they're all important. And, and trying to view it that way as opposed to when I was a baseball coach, you know, I, I only thought I was the most important right. and, and needed, <laughs> needed some more money. But now it's, it's spreading it out and making sure all the student athletes and our coaches, that's one of the biggest things for me is, is we've got – we have excellent coaches, and we've had coaches that have been here for a long time, and I want to continue to take care of them and, and make sure that they want to stay here and finish their careers here because I think that's the solidity that we can get inside of Chickasha and uh, science and arts is great people that stay here uh, for a long time, and we can really affect uh, young people's lives. So great facilities uh, all the way around with uh, the improvements uh, at the – Baseball and softball fields, McLaughlin fields look great. The soccer uh, pitch for years, and uh, kudos to those guys. Uh, what are some things you're looking to plan in the future for maybe some other improved facilities? That's kind of the next step is is sitting down and developing a, a, a five year plan for all of our all of our sports and getting with all of our coaches. Uh, you know, I know some of the things that we've talked about is is a soccer. Soccer offices and locker room, uh, we're short a little bit of locker rooms right now. We kind of have to share and move people around. So we've got to develop a plan to take care of everybody. Um, looking at possibly start building some sort of golf facility, small locker room with a, maybe a simulator for those, uh, those young men and women. Um, you know, when you add sports, the key is to, to get them started and get them going. And now it's time to elevate them to the next level. And so our coaches uh, are thinking about that. We're all going to get together um, and, like I said, develop, develop a five-year facility plan uh, of what we need. And, you know, there's always the scoreboards and, and new fences and tr- trying to make everything look uh, similar, right. I, I guess. And, and in the last five years, if you really think about it, George, in the last five years, what we have built over there, 
not only on the field and in the classroom, but facility projects. You know, 2015-16 was our first year for lights. Now each facility has lights. Now we baseball and softball have an indoor, and we're just going to continue to move forward. And, and we've, you know, redone the, the tennis courts, the Patton Family Tennis mm-hmm. Center. Uh, so things are moving in the right direction, and it's time to continue to push that. A few years ago, there was talk about uh, at some point building a new uh, basketball a field house. I don't know if that's uh, yeah, still there's kind of long term plans for that or not. Yeah, there, there. The university has developed a master plan, and athletics is involved in that. Um, I'm actually scheduled to meet with uh, Ryan Smith, uh, our architect, and Tony Tuthill to look at the master plan to make sure we've got it all covered. Uh, so I know, I believe that is in there, but I haven't seen the master plan yet. That's actually one of my goals here within the next month is to sit down and see what we need to do first. Uh, and that would be amazing. That would be awesome. That would be a lot of fun. It'd be great for, for not only our university, but our community as well. And uh, I, I'm looking forward to to that meeting and seeing what's on the drawings now and, and where we can go and get accomplished. Speaking of Tony Tuthill, what a great partner he's been with the university and uh, just awarded, uh, uh, got some nice recognition for the state regents uh, yes. for his his. He's, for the university. Yeah, he's been amazing. You know, he's been over <clears throat> over the, uh, the two facilities at baseball and softball. And, uh, you know, we're actually building uh, uh, an area out at the Habitat for students to go out in a greenhouse. And he's over that project as well. We, we probably threw too much on his plate. And I, I don't know how he's keeping his head above water, but... But if you know Tony, he'll he'll keep his head above water and gets things done. And he's he's been a blessing for us. He really has, uh, you know. And my work with him at the baseball facility and a little bit on the softball facility, he's been great to us. Anything we've needed, any questions we've had, changes that we wanted to make, it's been a great partnership, and I, I hope it continues for many years. It's a great. Uh facility the great university for the student athlete and i know how many over a hundred uh scholar athletes yeah u.s or science and yeah there we had yeah. over a hundred on the uh the conference honor roll i believe um so that you know that's the thing is what's important you know uh, as co- as coaches and and as fans we we look at the the records on the field and how we're performing on the field. But the, the bigger part of this is, is how successful our students, student athletes are in the classroom. And, and it's not easy. You know, I was a student athlete and, and I know the demands and the rigors of this university and the, the education that they're getting. It's not easy. And for us to have that many on the, uh, the honor roll is, is really impressive. When you, when you start talking about the success and, and the all American level on the field, and then an honor roll level in the classroom, uh, that, that's extremely hard to do. And that just, that just shows what kind of student athletes and what kind of people we have at the university. If you hadn't talked much about uh, softball, let's uh, go that direction now. And Jaden Wallace has built a great program over the years. And uh, can't believe that the national championship has been almost three and a half years ago now. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like it. And, uh, and I think, uh, you know, at some point in time I'll be in here and it won't be that long yeah. ago because she's going to win another one. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. And uh, she's got a, another great team. She turned her roster in the other day and, and we've talked about it. She's so excited, uh, obviously, with, you know, Cerny, the female athlete of the year again for the conference and, and she's back and, and some of the additions that uh, she's made to that team. She's, 
she's really excited, especially the heartbreak she had in her in the opening round last year. Got to host the opening round and, and didn't make it out, but uh, you know they're they're fired up and ready to go. And that that program and and I've talked to her, you know, she's she's taken over the the conference in softball, and uh, you know to just main that the ability to maintain a top five program year in and year out is is so impressive and it's so hard uh it, it takes a lot of work and it's a grind yeah. and she's she's continuing to do it and she's she's going to get another national championship there's no doubt in my mind well and uh we were talking to coach wallace a few weeks ago and she said uh of the 10 teams that made the women's college world series most of them we're not even top ten ranked teams. Yeah, it so, was. Uh, it was. There's a, a lot of parity. It was and, a yeah. different year. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There was a lot of parity in in baseball and softball, mm-hmm. and I just think that, uh, you know, when you get all that. I hate to bring up COVID, but when you're dealing with all the different things and and the screenings and the protocols that we had to do, it was just it wasn't easy on anyone, George. It was it was really difficult, and uh, you know for us to get to where, especially her, to get to host host the opening round, it was heartbreaking. But uh, across the board in baseball and softball, there was a lot of parity this year. So, so let's talk about being able to host. Mm-hmm. Uh, an opening round tournament. Yep. Uh, yep. You almost had the opportunity to do that with baseball last year. So when does that process start as far as making application to the NAIA and say, hey, I think we're good uh, to go? And I think the, the indoor facilities probably helped in getting that last year, I would yeah. think. Yeah, the, it, it did. The, the NAIA has uh, certain things that you have to have to be able to host lights, a tarp, uh, you know, a place for an indoor facility. Uh, so there's some standards that you have to meet. And, and, and so number one is certification of your, your facility, your field. Uh, and once you turn in and, and get approved that you're certified for your field, then you, ha- you have to put in a bid to the NAI. And uh, you obviously have to be good enough. And then the NAI awards you, you know, uh, uh, an opening round. And so we, we would have had the ability to host. We didn't put in baseball, baseball on the baseball yeah. side of it. Uh, we just don't have the, uh, the manpower to host two national tournaments at the same time. And so when Coach Wallace and I were talking about it, I told her, you know, go ahead and, and put in for one because I knew she would get it. Uh, we were kind of on that bubble there for a while when the, the – I believe you, you have to put your bid in. Uh, I want to say it's by – um, sometime in March, I don't remember. I'll have to check the date, but it's quite early. And on the baseball side, we were just kind of hitting our stride at that time, and so I wasn't sure if we would. I really, I honestly told her, "Hey, put in the host because I think I'll be here. I don't know if we're <laughs> going to make it." But uh, you know, our guys took off, and we got to go to Omaha. But the certification of the facilities, number one, and then number two, it's it's basically putting in a bid, and then at that point, it's up to the NAI to disperse them across the country and. And uh, they really try to focus on giving top 10 teams uh, a host site and a host bid. And so we're looking forward to doing it again. We got an A-plus rating, um, not only for the uh, university and the facility, but the, the town, the community as well, because um, uh, that's a big part of it, too. You have to have enough hotels, enough restaurants, things of that nature. And so the Coach Wallace told me that the, the NAI called her and said, you're putting in again next year because you got an A-plus rating. And uh, which I knew we would. I mean, the 
the, the people that helped work that in, in our facilities, in this, this community, uh, I knew, I knew people would come. I'd been, to, I've been to enough of them out across the country that I knew we were, would run one of the best ones. So, uh, kudos to her and her staff and, and I'm looking forward to doing it again this year. So talk about, uh, working with the other conference ADs and how often you guys may get together or mm-hmm. talk about any, yeah. any uh, rules changed or anything or policies or things like that. Yeah, the uh, we had our first uh, Zoom meeting the other Still day. Still Zooming. Still, this one was yeah. a Zoom. Yeah, this one was a Zoom. It was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, sitting, you know, it's basically whenever the NAI puts out any legislation or any kind of uh, policies or procedures, we get together, you know, probably a week after discuss it, talk about it, where do we want to go as a conference, and then our first official ADs meeting is is down in Dallas at uh, North Texas Dallas, which we're adding that school to the conference, so we'll go down there and meet September 7th, I believe, is is when it is. What is that? What is that? New conference alignment coming? Has it already been announced? It's, yeah, um, I don't even know that I saw an announcement, but they're okay. in basketball this this coming year All we'll right. play them in basketball um i don't know how many sports they they have i haven't done a, a lot of research because it is new uh, but i know they have a basketball team this year that's in conference and they're going to continue to to add sports uh to get uh, hopefully baseball because we need another baseball and softball school so uh, that would be nice but we'll get together down in dallas and go over any policies and procedures and, and basically it's anything after the nai kicks out their policies and procedures we sit down and, and see if we want to add anything, take anything out, or, or how we want to go about this year's year's business. And then at that point, too, all the conference tournaments are approved. All the sports, we go through everything and, and approve what the coaches want or tell them to go back and amend it as far as their guidelines because each sport has, has their own guidelines. They've got their own conference chair. I was the baseball chair for – for 10 years basically and and so each sport develops their guidelines sends it to the ad's for approval and we look at it and go from there and make sure everybody's taken care of and 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 we're streamlined and going in the right direction for each sport so we mentioned uh, soccer is just getting away track and field or cross country starts pretty quick too. cross country starts mm-hmm. pretty quick uh volleyball starts we have a festival i believe uh, uh next friday uh I think we've got two home soccer games and a volleyball festival going on with with three teams. So it'll be a busy day. I'm I'm looking forward to it, uh, and it's it's going to be a good year. So yeah, cross country gets started. Uh, men's and women's golf has a, a fall schedule slated as well. I believe five tournaments this fall, and so it's uh, it's go time. Thank goodness, right. finally. And we hadn't even touched on basketball I, yet, and I, uh, those programs have been the women's program really made some strides the last couple of years, and the men's teams have been right up there at the top of the conference here for a long time yeah I, I think it goes back to something we talked about we're getting some stability there with with coach Matthews and coach Francis uh, you know being here you know almost 10 years or what have you and 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 it takes time you got to get in you got to build it and and man they're they're taking off and basketball is so so fun and and yeah the women's basketball team this this year looks extremely good I know coach Matthews is really excited and expecting big things out of out of his young ladies and uh we're excited about that too and and Coach Francis uh, seen some of his his young men too, and, and it looks like another good year. Not going to be a whole lot of drop off in the basketball. I think we we will go contend for a, for a conference championship in basketball, both men and women. 
So what can what else can the community do to support the athletic programs at Science and Arts? Yeah, that's kind of one of our key focuses right now is is getting a little more involved in the community. We've actually started a new fundraising platform athletically called our Cornerstone uh, Athletic Partners and uh, have, have had one sign up, uh, Brad and Kelly Wilkerson at Chicken Express, and we're really excited to have them and and because uh, we, we can't be as successful as we can be without this community. So the overall support, uh, not only financially, but in the stands and things of that nature is obviously important to us because we, we, we want to be, uh, we want to be involved in the community and want the community to be involved with us. So they're going to, we're going to be out a little more this year, uh, trying some new things. And, and, you know, last year was, was rough because we couldn't have fans at any of our athletic events. And this year we're, we're kind of back to normal. Hopefully it stays that way. And, uh, you know, we just want to pack the house. I think we've got, you know, one of the best small college athletic departments in the country. We, we really do. If you, if you look at it and there's some, there's some good sports being played here at a, at a very, very high level. We may be NAI, we may be a small school, but our athletic department and the, the product that we're putting out there on the field is, is second to none. And I think, uh, if people would come out and take a look, they would really enjoy it. And, uh, you know, we're, we're very hospitable and want to take care of everybody that comes out. So I, I'd love for people to come out and watch some soccer and volleyball and basketball and, and uh, you know, enjoy, enjoy the, the people that are in this community. So, Are there some, like, uh, all-season passes available for some of the sports programs? Yeah, or? I'm working on that now. Um, I've got to get those printed off, and, and uh, we're working on it. And so, yep, those are available for purchase. Uh, you can come see me, or they'll be for sale at the gate every day. Uh, no matter the sport, and so some of the things that we got to get streamlined that I got to get to work on, but yeah, they're they're available. So, coach, appreciate your time this morning, and uh, wishing uh, science and arts uh, the greatest 2021-22 uh, seasons in all their sports and activities and uh, all the programs at the university. So, thanks for your time today. Appreciate it, George. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate you.